Hey y'all, I know it has been like, we're not even gonna get into how long it's been, but it has been a while, but we're here. We're back. <laughs> we made it back. <laughs> we are showing up in another year. That's that's progress. <laughs> we are we are still here. We are still openly black. Writing <laughs> <laughs> our that. casual black romances <laughs> that will always Gash. involve Kroger and gas station <laughs> drug money romance. Not yes. <laughs> But all right, okay. So you guys are already familiar with me, Christina C. Jones, and my wonderful co-host, Alexandra Warren. But today we are lucky enough to have a guest with us, somebody who has been blazing their own kind of unique trail within this indie romance community. We have uh, someone with us who has given voice to many of your yes. favorite characters. Including <laughs> some of ours. And absolutely, over the last couple of years. And so it is our absolute pleasure to have Miss Wesley Siobhan, narrator extraordinaire, on the podcast with us today. For people who may not be familiar with you, tell us, in, in your words, who you are and what you do. Mm, okay. Um, I read something recently that was like, don't just say like your title, but like say something really interesting. So let me try. <laughs> I, I, okay. So my name is Wesley Siobhan. I narrate um, audiobooks, romance uh, audiobooks. And I, I have a fun time giving voice to all these amazing characters and, and in a way, just like crafting taking taking it a piece of art that an author has already put together and transforming it into the the aural <laughs> a u r a l I was going to say, what you do so wonderfully. I was going to say, when Christine was introducing you, I was like, in the voice that you're going to recognize, because obviously you heard her on all of the titles up in the Black romance community. Um, but how did you get into narrating? I was on my way to, <laughs> I was just trying to figure out what to do with my life. Like, I needed something, and I was praying. I was like, God, I need something that um, exhausts all of my talents. Um and you know how they say, be careful what you what you ask for, um, because I feel like I, I just started trying a lot of different things. And I was being mentored by someone to go do something completely different. And she said, uh, have you ever thought about audiobooks? And I was like, say more. <laughs> and she reintroduced me to someone. I already knew her, but I didn't know that she was a narrator. And I started coaching with her and I spent about six months just going into a studio and practicing with different engineers um, and working on a demo, working on the same copy like over and over. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I think two years before that, I was just talking to one of my, I hang out with like a lot of older women. And I mean like women who are like 20 years older than me. Like, they be my <laughs> girlfriends though, they be my homies. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking to one of them and I was just like, I want to... I want to do audiobooks, but I want to do like, you know, the stuff that speaks to me and to my community. Uh, uh -huh. Just kind of, you know, how you just say these things and you never really, you know, you don't really think about them. But then one day you look up and it's like you're living the life that you just kind of spoke in secret to someone. Uh -huh. um, yeah. And so from practicing, um, I just started working and I got my first book, which was Annie at. And uh, <laughs> that was your first book. Was, oh my mm -hmm. god, I did not know that. Mm -hmm. That's um, crazy. Dude, you like killed it. Of... Like, <laughs> listen. Okay. I, I'm sorry. To I don't like I'm blown away. <laughs> killed ain't even the word. Like, girl, main murder. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that has a lot to do with. The writing, like when I read that book, I think we, um, I was talking about this with Emmanuel. It's like, you just, you want to show up because it's like, if the art is at a certain level, like you like, well, I can't come in here, you know, looking crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I read that. And I was like, I told Christina too. I was just like, when I read that book, I saw all my, what did I just say? Sorry. I told all my friends, y'all need to read this. 
either listen to this audiobook when it comes out or at least read this book. This is summer reading. And um, I just thought it was really good. And I just wanted to make sure that I was on the level, that I was giving everything I had to to what was in front of me. Well, you did that and more. You did that. <laughs> yeah. With that said, you know, what you mentioned about like kind of being inspired by the existing art and wanting to kind of show up with it. What other art, like from books, movies, plays, music, all of that, like, is there any certain medium or any certain project that you feel really impacted your life and Mm -hmm. kind of inspired and propelled you towards this career? I would say before I got into narrating, I I did like this real deep dive into me. And you know how you you'll be going through life and you're like, damn, why do I keep dealing with the same dude over and over? It's not the guy, it's you. Okay. It was me making the same choices <laughs> over and over, you know, picking the same guy, acting the same way. So they acted the same, whatever. And I was just like, I'm tired of this. So I called it my bourbon and chocolate cake moments where I would want to call somebody and like I wouldn't I would just sit on the floor, eat chocolate cake and drink bourbon and listen to music. And that just started me on this journey of really working on myself, spending time with myself when I had a um, desire to do something that I knew wasn't going to get me certain results. Like I had to check in with why. And I just keep kept like going backwards and backwards into myself to find out what was driving me that turned into like me dating myself that turned into um I'll tell you my Bruno Mars story another day (laughs) (laughs) how I was sitting all up in Bruno's face and I swear he winked and pointed at me but that's a whole nother conversation but the point is recording is over I'm gonna need that (laughs) (laughs) but but the art the art was me the art was me taking the time to reshape myself and like chip away at the stuff that just wasn't serving me anymore and I think when I got um all those cliche things all those sayings you hear like when you get out of your own way and I started Mm -hmm. to see the version of me that really wanted to show up like the world was my oyster and it's not to say everything was easy because it wasn't and it still isn't easy but it was so rewarding to um (laughs) for the work to be like to be working hard, but getting to where I want to be, to be working hard and knowing that what I'm doing means something to somebody, to be elevating like my craft in the industry versus working hard and like wanting to punch somebody in the face because they didn't return my phone call. Like, stop. Yeah. No, that's super dope. So what I heard from that is that you are a Black romance heroine because <laughs> literally I'm listening to like, huh? Right, bourbon and chocolate cake <laughs> moments, huh? Okay. Tell us more. Save that one. <laughs> Girl, I'm going to put that in my book. Let me let me use it hey. first. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, okay, I, I'm good. I need to see that somewhere because yeah. I, you 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 told, like, I, like, I could have closed my eyes and be like, yep, I can see all of that. Like, as yep. you're talking about real so so yeah so so i know we talked about this a little bit before we actually started recording but um over at girl have you read community is very important to us and that's kind of why we created it in the first place but how important is the support in this space and how do you feel it affects your performance when you're getting all these black romance audiobooks to uh lend your voice to it's everything it it is absolutely Oh, God, I don't even know. It's such an important part and such a driving factor and a motivator. Like before I got on social media, I did any up and, you know, early on, like Jacoby and even now, like he was just my mentor and my friend. And I was just like, OK, now what do I do now? And this happened. <laughs> Are you on social media? And so um, before I got on, um, all I had was the um, audible reviews. And it was the only way that I could see, okay, how did this land with people? How did this resonate? What are people saying? How do they feel? Um, And so that was my way of uh, communing with the community. And and it was great. And I would take that time to just, it was almost like what I have now where I can like talk to people through social media, through Facebook, through Instagram. I used to be talking to them through the reviews, you know, it was like, oh, okay. Um, But it's, 
I've I've never experienced anything like it before. Um, where in like real time, because I'm not only am I like enjoying narrating these books, but I'm also reading them and getting invested mm-hmm. in the stories and the characters. And there are some characters that are never going to leave me, mm-hmm. and some some experiences that I've had with characters that will sit with me. So it feels really great because although. I'm a narrator in the community. I'm still a part of the community. I'm still a reader and a listener. I would like to listen more, but, <laughs> but you know, I'm still a part of it mm-hmm. in a different way, you know? So I just, I've said to somebody, I was just like, well, maybe I put a post up, but I was like, y'all my sister girlfriends, like y'all my, y'all my family for real. Absolutely. And that's one of, like, that's one of the things that it can kind of help keep your energy up. Like mm. there's these, moments where it's all just like too much Mm. (laughs) and not even like where the the writing and the creating and the narrating and the acting of because you're not just reading you're acting these things out it's just that we only hear your voice yeah and so it's just a lot but then you get on you know social media you get on twitter Instagram, wherever, and you see where you're tagged or yeah, whatever. And just that love, it's like, okay. Yeah. It's the fuel. It really is the fuel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, let me take this little moment and then I got to keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but okay. So you talked about like there being certain characters and stuff that 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 just just kind of stuck with you. Um so this this question is kind of two parts. Who would you say was your most difficult character that you've done to narrate and I guess kind of simultaneously or after how do you go about choosing your projects or is there anything that you would turn down is there anything that you would you know, that you're thinking, I love to narrate something mm-hmm. like, I don't know, trampoline, <laughs> acrobat, romance. I don't know. <laughs> 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 so it's you where my head is. <laughs> I was just trying to think of an example. <laughs> I know, of something that's like, what we haven't seen before. Right. Yes. <laughs> <that's> what- <laughs> There might be a reason we haven't seen trampoline at the bedroom. <laughs> well, well, now you have a task. Tell her, tell her so I don't have to. Because <laughs> I would have been in their inbox afterwards like, oh, about this trampoline romance you speak right. of. When is that coming? <laughs> right. right. Um, let me answer the second question first. You said, because okay. I'm not sure. So, like in reality, so much comes so fast that it's kind of hard to keep up with like what I'm interested in. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'll get I'll get books, I'll get opportunities to work on things, and um, I will read the synopsis sometimes, and or sometimes it's, it's I don't even think about. <laughs> I could probably do a better job of like. Is this something I would want to do? Some my first thing is, do I have space in the schedule to do it? Because it's you start off with one book and then one turns into three and then it's like ten and then it's like I'm booked out, <laughs> you know. Um, yep. So I like I I I did a motorcycle club uh, book and I was just like I didn't see that coming, you know. So a lot of it just kind of shows up at the door and I'm like okay, but there's nothing. I really haven't had time to think about what I want to do. I guess that's what I'm trying to say because so much comes so fast that yeah, I'm never like, oh, I want to do this type. Like I just did something recently about vampires, you know, and and I didn't. I was just like, okay, yeah, I got time in my schedule. I'll get it get it done. Or so I did this lesbian um, dom sub uh, situation. I ain't see that coming, you know, because. Cause they see this is the other tricky part. You audition and it'll be like, except for Jacinta Howard, who had me do like the hardest chapter in the book. But <laughs> you do, you do like the beginning chapter, 
you yeah. don't know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so um, for that particular book, it was like this young girl was just talking about her father and um, her parents' relationship. But I didn't know that she was about to have this this dom sub relationship with like this really popular chick anyway and so that just kind of took me by surprise but it was great it was so well written it was a really interesting experience it actually informed how I go back into um my guy girl man woman relationships because what hit Mm -hmm. me y'all what hit me was like we like this is why we like the alpha man because the alpha Mm -hmm. man is dominant you know, he treats the woman like a sub. Like, and the thing about the the dom I learned from this book is that you the dom's job is to care for the sub. To like, you good, yeah. you you who made you cry? I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> wrong read. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, like yeah, but that's a turn on. Hell yeah. And and what I loved about that too is that the sub never lost her power. She she yeah. in a way had more power in the relationship than the the um dominant person did. So anyway, so I never see him coming, at least at this point, because it comes so fast. So I I just feel really lucky that I get to try a lot of different things and um and 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 a lot of things inform the other thing. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Like when you're yeah. you know, as an artist, like you could read something or see a painting or hear a song and it just informs your next project. It informs how you see what you've been doing. Um but your first question, what was my hardest character? Mm-hmm. Hardest heroine. Um like Jersey from Happiness in Jersey was um tough just because of like Jacinta had very specific notes about her voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember I had to really keep my visual in mind for her because I felt like she she was in a place that I don't normally sit for my female characters. So I had to keep reminding myself to like go back to where she is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was just challenging, like, technically. But they're all, like, I mean, they all take you on a journey, you know, and then they make you mad because you're like, yo, you really are making this too hard. Like, yeah. why are you yeah. not? But isn't that life? It's like, ugh. it hit me today, like, my friend was going through something, and he was like, okay, I'm telling all his business, but whatever. But he was like... <laughs> You know, I'm sitting here praying and, you know, God told me something, something, something that I had been telling him for years. I said, really? (laughs) God told, I mean, I ain't, you know, God is God. And I get that. But I was like, bro, I've been telling you that for years. He was like, I know. That's why I called you right after I talked to God. I said, okay. (laughs) But, um, But it's like, it's just a simple shift sometimes, but. I guess that's just like life and living. So all of them make me mad because especially Jersey kind of pissed me off too. Cause I was like, girl, stop because we love Zay and you just making it hard. But you know, they just won't <laughs> listen. Uh, they just won't listen. They, got, then, they just got to get there in their own time. They yeah. do. <laughs> it's what I they tell myself do. when I'm mad and I'm writing and I'm like, girl, like, why are we going through all this? <laughs> right. It's too much, yeah, it's but it's much. real. It's so real. <laughs> so you talked about like getting in a different headspace and visualizing the character but do you have any um special rituals you do to prepare to record I wish I did (laughs) I really do I bring in a bottle of water I heard bottle. I thought you were about to say a bottle of wine. I was like, yes, get loose. I wish I could drink. Get loose. Go ahead. I I did one time. I did one time because I was it was late and I had to get this book done like I had to and mm-hmm. um, I had to make it fun. So I brought me in a little glass of something, something, and just, and it was good. It was, I was going to say, I, I, I bet sure you was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do that more often, but I feel like the editor would come back and be like, so this whole section, <laughs> all these words you just said wrong, slurring. But, um, okay. So that, that does kind of lead into the next thing. Like you mentioned, you know, needing to kind of, adjust yourself to make, you know, to make what you were needing to do more fun. Um, And I know like as writers, we have 
you know, we have those moments in the book that are just difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they, they're, they're draining. They take a lot. Um, is it the same for you when you're going into the performance of those scenes where it's like maybe emotions are high, uh, somebody pissed off, yeah. <laughs> somebody's upset. Like, do you have, I guess, how do you get into that certain headspace for those scenes? Well, definitely. That definitely happens. I mean, I had to make a whole voice memo about it that time. Um, you know, you, you, what book was it? Was it Strictly Business? Uh, it was, uh, it was unfinished business. It was all the second one. It was unfinished business. Yeah. Girl, <laughs> and that baby, like that thing messed me up. And it's just like, yeah, I cry and I get mad. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and I, I hurt because they're hurting, you know. Um, um, and there are times when um, it's like whatever journey that you you have gone on as the writer, as the author, as the um, that you're taking these characters on, like. I'm with it. I, I feel them too. And it's challenging mm -hmm. too, because like, I, I was working on something recently. What was I working on? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what I can and cannot say, but it was a tape on Nate book. I'll just say that. And, um, This one character, she's the, she's the wife of the main guy, which that's a whole problem. Cause why does he marry? And <laughs> she, she was just like, she could have come across as like a bitch, right? As like the villain mm -hmm. in the story. Mm -hmm. But the editor and, editor and I were sitting here and we were like, no, she's a victim. You know what I mean? Like her husband is yeah. trying, like we were so mad at the guy for a second. But like how, my, I guess my challenge in that moment was like to not just make her a villain for the um, the heroine's sake, right? But like, what's her full experience in this moment? Where is she hurt? Mm. And and mm -hmm. and maybe this, maybe her frustration, and maybe her coming off as a you know a bitch is like, is because she's hurt and she's angry mm -hmm. and like. So it's not even just like the main um, woman and the main guy, but like um, all those other characters that are around, like they have feelings too, mm -hmm. they have an experience too. And I feel like when you guys write. Yes, those other characters are there, but I never feel like anybody is there to not have their own full experience. Um, yeah. Because, you know, y'all are spin off in a heartbeat. And, and so, <laughs> you know, true, true. So I think about that too. Like, it's so funny because we, the editor and I totally came up with the whole other side story for this character. We were like, okay, she needs to get with that person and they need to have their own book. So it's just important to me to like, go on the journey whatever pathway you guys have laid out I feel like it's my responsibility if it's funny it's funny if it's sad it's sad if if I'm hurt I'm hurt but I it's there on the page so I just have to trust what's there that's beautiful and it shows in your performances really <laughs> because so many scenes from wins and losses come to mind mm -hmm. I'm just like Ooh, listen, listen we in that. Wait, wait the gun. It, the listen, gun. <laughs> the gun. That oh, whole scene, like man. that's like as you were talking, like that's the scene that was mm. in my head. I'm just like, I know she like, had to be like completely just in it. Like I could like feel she, it. Like you were in uh, the, that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Played that back a number of times because I'm just like, oh yes, she Felt. she knew what I was talking about. And yeah. I appreciate that because all these narratives, some of them don't get that. Some of them don't understand, mm. you know, the need for that type of inflection and all that kind of stuff. But we know you get it. Yep. And that's why we're making sure that you stay booked and busy because <laughs> we appreciate you knowing us and knowing how we feel and knowing how we say stuff like that. You, you, you can't put a price on that, honestly. Well, Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I'm even going to go back and listen to that. <laughs> Please do just because that, that scene, just that scene, I'm telling you, I like you, oh, girl. You did what that. did it, what did the young folks say that the, the rent was due? Yeah. Like, that's what they said. Yeah, and that's all Mary had a little lamb. Yes, listen, <laughs> <laughs> that was her. <laughs> okay, but you talked about like having these side characters. 
Um, but when they're like all in the same scene, how do you mm-hmm. navigate performing different characters? And does it ever get confusing? Oh, yes, it gets confusing. <laughs> yes. Um, but so just on, from a technical standpoint, it I try to have a a very uh, strong image of who everyone is. Um, and then we, um, so what my editor will do is mark the characters. So like if, if they're three friends, right? Like the main one hopefully is going to be like my, where I am. And then mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all all my secrets. And then <laughs> <laughs> I got to make one higher. I got to make one lower to uh, differentiate the two. Mm. Um, so, so you play with pitch, you play with pace, you play with, um, sometimes inflection, right? Like, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, she might be like, uh, the friend might be like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. And it depends on how she's described. Like if she's the one that's like the super bougie friend, when she's mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, but if she's like, okay, now listen, that's when I call in. Like, you know, I got a friend that's like, every time she comes on, she's like, girl, you need to understand what, ha-, you know, so I just yeah. try to use people from my own life or um, the description of the the character um, gestures to give them um, different placement. But yeah, sometimes, girl, sometimes like, a guy will show up saying a woman's line and I'm like, oh, oops. You know, like, <laughs> my bad. That wasn't, that wasn't mama, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know? So it's like, you gotta fix it. <laughs> but it's fine. You just repeat. Go right back and repeat over it. Let me back up for a second because how about the talent jumped out in the example? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm not the only one. I mean, I'm definitely still here like, okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay, wait a minute. That's the one. <laughs> like they all sound good. So, yes, exactly what you said. The talent said, jumped out. All the way. But, um, okay, uh, the, the next thing. And you, you actually mentioned this kind of uh, earlier on about how you would, like, you would see the reviews and stuff on Audible. And that was how, like, that was how you knew what, what the what the listener was thinking that was how you were able to kind of gauge what your performance had been because you know social media just introduces a whole new element um but i know like this is something that alex and i have 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 talked about on the podcast before um i allow myself to read maybe the first five to ten reviews that i get on a project and then I do not look at them again. Yeah. Um, and on audiobooks, I don't I, I don't look at the reviews at all. Like yeah. I don't go to Audible a lot because baby, uh yeah, no, audiobook I listeners I, oh, are hey girl. Yeah. They gonna tell you how they really, really feel about yeah, no, it. I don't even go over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like good reads times a thousand. That's yeah. 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 But um now that you do have that avenue or that connection of, you know, of social media, do you still read the reviews? Um no, not as much. But good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but congrats on that. <laughs> actually, I don't. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't actually. I'm like now look, now I want to go read some reviews. But um, don't do that. I, just, <laughs> I don't really have time to re-reviews anyway I don't think (laughs) yeah I don't um no I'm trying to think because I'm like I do go on audible but I think I just go you know when I need to steal a picture or some sound to post but yeah I'm not really reading reviews anymore and you know that's really a beautiful place to be at because like and that's it's not to like we can always grow you know yeah as creators there's always room for improvement but at some point you ha- like you have to stop looking yeah. outward for where that improvement might be because everybody you know has their own thing where I didn't like how she did this character mm-hmm. and oh I love how she did this character yeah. you know it's always gonna be yeah. something different and so you have to kind of look to like well I guess what your clients are saying yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um what your what your schedule is saying because obviously <laughs> you're doing hey. something right yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, and then what you hear, you know, when you listen back, mm-hmm. um, 
and there has to, it's like you get to that point where the self critique or the self reflection is kind of more impactful, I guess, than that outward validation. And that's not to say that, you know, it's not to say that what the listeners or the, or what the consumer thinks doesn't matter. It's just that at some point that's not for you anymore. That's for the other consumers. Mm -hmm. You know, you're making such a great point because I think what one person may think is like, oh God, I couldn't stand that. Somebody else is mm-hmm. like, that was my jam. So what do mm-hmm. you do with that? You know, like, Literally. You, mm-hmm. like what you're saying is so spot on because you just have to do the best job that you can do. And yeah, if if a author comes back and they're like, that wasn't my intention for that character. Okay, make an adjustment, you know, because although this is fun and I love to do it, it's a job. You know, and like I have I have lots of bosses. So, you know, they will let me know if something isn't working. Um, But at the same time, like we're we're creators and we're in a creative space. So you got to do your thing. But I also think like coaching is important. Like I Mm -hmm. I try to stay in coaching and that looks like a lot of different things for me like that might be me asking somebody to listen to something to give me feedback or um me listening to myself and kind of giving myself feedback or just working with someone my friend and I today we were just reading each other's um reading each other's section so like I would read his he would read mine so we could just hear um hear it from a different point of view or you know and then mm-hmm. obviously just working with another narrator who can go okay you keep doing that <laughs> you know yeah. don't do that no yeah. more or that's really good but like now um try this other thing so you know yeah that sounds like exactly what we do as authors so yeah <laughs> I was thinking that <laughs> like I'm sending something to Christina she sends on to me like yeah and we comment yeah. girl oh my god this is crazy da, 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 da. and that just gives you what you need to be able to complete it. So yeah, that sounds yeah. all too familiar. Yeah. But kind of piggybacking on uh, the last question, whether or not you agree with it, what's kind of the toughest criticism you've received about your work and how did you navigate it or did you navigate it? Well, okay, I got two things. One thing just really got on my nerves. <laughs> like, I worked <laughs> with two different directors on two completely different projects. And one was like, you read so fast. You need to slow down. I just get like, he was about to lose his mind. And I was just like, okay. Sir, please. <laughs> he hear that. And so I was just like, okay. I said, okay, like, let me just, let me figure this out. Mm-hmm. And then I go work with somebody else. And she's like, you're reading so slow. I just need you to pick this up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about everything. And I was just like, okay. Have okay. And, and that's like, everybody. I was like, that's completely on preference. So I was like, what uh-huh. do you do? Yep. And then I think early, early, early on, somebody said, this is a, a review. They were like, I mean, she was good, but I didn't, I didn't like this particular character's voice, but it was like the main character. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. Like, what, what am I supposed to do with this information? <laughs> like, okay. so was I good? Or, <laughs> okay. Like, what does this mean? <laughs> okay, like, those reviews, they can get, they can get crazy. They can get really yeah. crazy. That's why you just can't, like, you just can't, you can't look because they will take you on a roller coaster ride of somebody give you a five star. You did that to a one star. This was awful. And it's just like, well, what, are, what, are, like what are we supposed to do with this? So you just got to stand in your work and just right <laughs> move on to the next You got to do what feels right, right. to you because, <laughs> Okay. So kind of. Speaking of that, you know, kind of getting to that place where where you're confident in, enough, I guess, in in your work and in your art that you feel like, like, OK, this is what I do. Take or leave it, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What does that place look like for you? Like in terms of a place where you feel like, like, OK. I've arrived like Mm -hmm. this is where like this isn't necessarily the peak Mm -hmm. but I'm like I'm here like I'm very firmly on my way there what does success within this industry look like for you 
Um, success in this industry. Okay, not to be all like cheesy, but like for real, for real, am I having fun? Um, and and that has been one of the greatest gifts inside of this is that I enjoy it so much, and I. Yes, I like reading, but like it's the it's the best place to be in because to to be able to read and enjoy these characters, enjoy these books, but to be able to act out the whole thing inside my little space by myself, which <laughs> I didn't realize I like working by myself. I really enjoy <laughs> it. Um, so that's a big thing for me. Like, am I having fun? Um, and I think, um, just in terms, what I also really appreciate about being inside this industry, like my prayer, you know, was I need work that exhausts all of my talents and then enter audiobooks. And like, I'm, I'm really, we were talking about this before too. Like I'm building a business here. Like, I feel like I can leave a legacy more so here where like working for publishers, which I absolutely love to do, but um, that's somebody else's company that I'm an employee mm-hmm. of versus over here. I feel like I can, I can design, I can make something of my own design. Um, so there has to be like that balance of the two. So I think for me, success is like um, maximizing my fullest potential inside of this space. And, and it's an, an area that's growing. Like it was already growing before um, the pandemic happened. There was just like this whole boost and, people were finding all these different ways to create audio content but even before that it's like you could do so much you can produce you can write you can direct you can narrate you can do so many things over here and so I I guess I'm I'm still defining what what that what success looks like to me but it's like I know it involves fun I know it involves me um you know just maximizing my fullest potential in this space so earlier you talked a little bit about like how working with different producers and that kind of thing can be challenging. But what would you say has been the most challenging part being a narrator? Saying no. Saying no. Mm. Um, and a part of that is like, like somebody told me, you've got to leave space in your calendar for those projects that are just going to pop up or things that you need to do. You know, Yeah. You leave that space and then something happens. You got to put something in that space and you ain't got no space. Mm -hmm. So um, I think, I just think that there's um, a lot happened when I started narrating, which I didn't realize, like I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that that was kind of, audiobooks and correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like audiobooks in the black indie romance like something started to happen there and it was just mm-hmm. like you want to know what oh, happened Alexandria right. House happened <laughs> hey. exactly shout out to her because yeah it kind of showed us all like seeing how excited the listeners and everybody got yeah. about that it's like oh so y'all are like into audiobooks we didn't know (laughs) like we like we know yeah yo that's crazy yeah yeah so shout out wow absolutely (laughs) because she really like she kind of broke that barrier yeah wait a minute okay I got questions so like (laughs) what was happening before that were there no audiobooks narrated by- girl I'm about to fall out my chair don't do that don't fix them to shake your head like that <laughs> no <laughs> like that, I mean you like would for see, real yeah, you would see them from a uh, traditional like tr- more traditional black yeah. romance they would you know kind of drop everything all at once so they had the ebook the print book and yeah. the audible yeah. kind of all at once but in terms of indie black romance they weren't looking our way they really yeah. weren't looking our way Interesting. And I mean, we it's like in the back of our mind, I guess we kind of knew what ACX was because we yeah. would hear people talking about doing audiobooks, but it was always kind of like, well, you know, I don't see anybody else doing it. You know, I don't know if people are really into that. I don't know if anybody is doing that. Yeah. But then we found out like, oh, yes, they are. And they are <laughs> hungry for it uh-huh. because there's none of us doing right, it. Right, right. <laughs> wow. How fabulous. Yeah. And so now yeah. now we're all 
yep. bringing y'all dry <laughs> as narrators because that's our next hurdle is to have a yeah. plethora yep. of black yeah. narrators to choose from. I I don't even like saying that there aren't enough of us out here because I feel like I, I do see more. I, I feel like like people will, uh, you know how they come through your little timeline or whatever. And I'm like, wait a minute, who are mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. And why, like, what's happening? Um, so um, actually somebody reached out to me recently and and hopefully this will become like a bigger thing where we're trying to create a space where we can have like a a room a space where people can say hey i'm a black narrator <laughs> you know in the romance community though mm-hmm. um yeah because i feel like there are a lot of black narrators but i don't know how many are over here you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and you know as much as i want to be like calling everybody and saying come on like <laughs> i got books to narrate I and so yeah. um mm-hmm. I don't know. We got to figure it out, though. We got to, like, bridge that gap. Um, and then sometimes I feel like um, just for me, like, I, I feel like it's a personal mission for me to bring more people over. And I'm like, I'm trying to get more women. I feel like it's easy mm-hmm. for me to get the guys and even walk the guys through the process. And um, with the women, I feel like it's like three to one, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why, but that's interesting. But I'm 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 trying and I'm working on it. And uh, so hopefully within a year or so. I think too, yeah. like it's the same way it's like new for you guys, like it's it's new um for the narrators too, maybe. Yeah. Um and maybe they just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Yeah. And I think the the hard thing for us too on our side is that these listeners are very, very particular about mm-hmm. who they want to hear from. And sometimes it takes a lot for them to like try out new voices. Uh, like yeah. they'll, like they see you on a project and it's an unfamiliar guy that listen to it. And they say, okay, I like Wesley. Like, we'll trust this. But if they see yep. like two new people, it's like, uh-oh, like, hold on, what is this? And so we want to be able to take a chance on them. But there's also that side of readers being, they have to be more open to yeah. listening to new voices especially when it's us paying for it out of yeah. our pocket. Like, I know. It's an investment and it's not um, a cheap one. <laughs> right. And so it's like, on one hand, you want to support new voices because we want more voices available. Mm-hmm. But if you s- supporting the new voices and people are like, uh-uh, who is that? <laughs> you know, like that makes it, it's like that's another layer of difficulty. And so if we have any audiobook fans, which I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that we probably have a lot listening to this episode, please just like try to be a little more open to other voices. Um, like there's definitely nothing wrong with having your favorites. Uh-huh. Because I absolutely like I love <laughs> I love seeing that, you know, that people have their favorites uh-huh. and they have the things. So I adore that. But it it can kind of become a barrier for other people who are trying to come into the industry. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're not yeah. saying that you, that you, you know, if somebody's voice is like nails on the chalkboard, to you, you don't have to, <laughs> you have to accept that. that. <laughs> <laughs> that. But you know, it's like, you know, it's like with kids, it's like, you can't say something is nasty if you ain't tasted it. Like you can't, yeah. <laughs> That's like, to put it. you know, <laughs> like you gotta like, just take a little taste yeah. <laughs> and see. But okay, I got that though. I remember when I used to read the reviews. I remember somebody being like, "It's probably the same person," but somebody was like, "I mean, she was cool, but I want, I want the original narrator on it." And it was uh, a Dimberlay. And my thing is, I get it. Like a Dimberlay yep. been holding it down for a how for a long time, you mm-hmm. know. So like, you know, you like who you like. You want to hear you who you want to hear. But I feel like. I and I've also had authors say to me like I can't have nobody but you on my books because um you know like listeners they're just they just gonna it's gonna be a problem yeah. mm-hmm. and I think that there's so many factors right Cause this is the part about being a business owner where you want to satisfy the the um your customer so yep. at, but at the same time it's like how do we just drive through that you know how do we mm-hmm. because if 
what you were saying before, Christina, like you, you got to keep believing in yourself. <laughs> you know, yep. you got to believe in the person you hired to do this job to get it done. Because, yeah, somebody might have something to say about it now. But like a, a couple of months from now, they might be like, you know what? <laughs> I got a story. I actually got a story. OK, this is yep. funny. My little cousin, you saw my children. I, ha- I got four uh, little boy cousins. And um, one of them was like, I, I had the baby and I made them something to eat. I made them sandwiches and blueberries. And he was like, I don't want a sandwich. And I said, okay, you can eat these blueberries. And so he's like, fine. So then he's still hungry. And he was like, I'm so hungry. And I said, you want some more blueberries? Because I got a sandwich and blueberries. You don't want to say, I'll eat more blueberries. Okay. I'm still hungry. I said, listen, you're going to eat this sandwich or you got nothing. He goes, fine, I'll eat the sandwich, right? So he eats it and he goes, hmm, it's not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's my story. But it's the same thing as like, you know, you can, it'll, if the person is good, if the narrator is actually good, like it'll, I I think it'll, it'll work out in the long run, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Absolutely. Speaking of long runs, <laughs> we we always we always find a segue. <laughs> what would you say has been the biggest highlight of this whole oh. thing for you so far? Wow. Well, you know what was surprising? Um, y'all probably know this. I don't know, but when I first got on social media, I was like, I can't do a live. I can't do it. I'm scared and I was working with somebody um, with my social media stuff and she was just like okay we keep putting this on the calendar and you just keep not doing that and I was like girl I'm scared and I went through this whole thing was like I gotta have a production and I gotta that was just too much and then um I think doing the lives with Emmanuel has I it, it makes it easier when there's somebody else and the more I do it mm-hmm. I just get more comfortable and like now it's just a lot of fun so that that has actually been um a shocker because in this space I have a direct relationship with the rights holder <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you guys so if you say it's okay to like yeah girl you know share a little piece of the book out there you know what I mean like I don't have to go through yep. all the rigmarole and channels to figure that out um which is also a, an added bonus being in this space is that there's no there's really no gatekeeper like I mm-hmm. can talk to you guys ask you questions like I hit up um Tay Monet. I hit her up. I was like, girl, how you pronounce this mm-hmm. baby name? Because we were saying it all wrong, but she could send me a message back and I didn't have to go through, um, and maybe I should have, but I didn't have to go through like this publisher and this and this and that and mm-hmm. wait a week to get a response. Um, yeah. But having, um, just getting back to the lives, like it's just really dope to be able to present the material, present our best selves, to have fun, to like kiki. Um, that's been that's been a lot of fun. And a surprise, a surprise to me because I was terrified. <laughs> but okay, it. so you talked about the lives being a highlight for you, but what would be a dream collaboration, both from mm-hmm. like a narrator perspective who you would like love to work with but haven't already, and from an author's perspective, whose books would you love to be the voice on? Uh, okay. I have this dream. I want to do like, I want a big old multicast with like everybody. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jacoby, Emmanuel, me, Sean, Ebony, L, Chance, like everybody, Denverlay, like I want everybody mm-hmm. just on a project. I don't even know if that's possible. But like, maybe if we did a series or something, I just, mm-hmm. I want the experience to like, share and celebrate a project with um with a lot of people mm-hmm. um and now because I did something early on where it was a lot of people but I didn't know that anybody then you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, um where now I feel like I know m- more people in the community I have more relationships um um but yeah I never really get to work with the women obby right because you know. yeah mm-hmm. but i yeah i would like to work with the women some more um and then 
I really got into work with all the authors that I wanted to work with. Like, Love was on my list. I am constantly introduced to new authors. Like, mm. um, there was this woman, um, Akamli. I wish I could remember her name. She's a Black woman um, author. And I auditioned for her. I wasn't able to, to do the project because, you know, people be like, can you do my project tomorrow? And I'd be like, nope. But um, <laughs> so I wasn't able to do it because she, she needed it sooner. But it was, um, the the character was, a biracial black Asian woman who was dating a man who was deaf. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool because it was just an interesting challenge of like, how, my first question was, how does he sound to the listener mm-hmm. through her through her lens? Does mm-hmm. his voice sound like a male voice or does it sound like her voice, right? Like mm-hmm. she, um, is she like interpreting his signing um for mm-hmm. the listener and I just thought that, that was is interesting yeah I thought that was really cool and um yeah it was just really well written and it was something that I hadn't um uh it was like a subject matter that I hadn't really um dealt with yet mm-hmm. um in my narration so I guess I, I'm I'm looking forward to meeting new authors and working on projects because everybody brings their own life experience and their own interest yep. in their writing and it's cool to like reinterpret that you've worked with a lot of us like (laughs) a lot of us (laughs) so if let's say you were at on a panel or on a conference at a convention let's say that you're at a comic-con size romance convention yes honey and nobody (laughs) hey But you get up on the panel and you have to say, you have to give the audience one project oh, from your catalog no. that you think is like the perfect introduction oh, to your do work. That. Don't do that. <laughs> oh my God. Where do I begin? We'll give, I'll tell you what, you can give two. That's so hard. It's too many. Um, oh my God. The problem is, oh, it's not even a problem. I always go to Annie up because that was my first. And it's, it it kind of, I fell in love with the genre, your writing, my, my just experience in this space, like began there. So mm-hmm. you kind of, you, you set a standard for me. Um, you set a bar and like for me in terms of where I um how just how to elevate my own work and how I can bring more of myself to the work. Um I just think it's a really good book. Like even if somebody doesn't listen to the narration, I'm like, you need to read that book, child. Yes. Um, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> so yeah, so like that I always I always go to that one because I I don't know, I just think all the way around it was like it was a great experience for me. And I think it's a great book. Um, I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I still, like, this still blew my mind that that was your first book. Like that. <laughs> so, like that. And like straight. Just the gate. Come in. Oh my, blazing. Right? <laughs> and it was like, like, I remember like you let me like Christina let me listen to parts of it before it was released oh, for real oh my yes god. and I'm just like oh my gosh like because I was blown away yes I was like like this is Asha like this is really her and it's kind of creepy because I've read it but I'm hearing it now and I it's yeah you, yeah you really brought her to life and I just feel like it was like a match made in heaven for that to be your first for your first character because yeah you did that it was fun. It was fun. But then, okay, now I got to bring up wins and losses, too, because you know who I love? This is this is my problem, though. Not my problem, but, like, I love, um, what was the younger brother's name? Don't Jordy. Oh, my God. Like, this, what I love about that book, that experience is, like, Yes, I love my my heroine, but I loved all of the characters on the outside of that of that story. You know, like Jordy yeah. and like when her, you know, like uh um even the the um her ex boyfriend boyfriend that becomes the ex and mm-hmm. like her friend. You know what I'm saying? Girl. Like how did she? That friend. You know? That like, friend. You know? <laughs> 
But like, I I just really enjoyed. I like um, like that helped me find my young guy, like, like where where the just that in terms of that voice because he's not mm-hmm. quite a man. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. you know what I mean? Like he doesn't sound like the alpha, but yeah. he's like going to become the alpha. And because yeah. listen <laughs> about that action. <laughs> about Wasn't that he? action Wasn't he? <laughs> yeah like I re- and but he and he also had his whole arc and he had a journey and he mm-hmm. went through some stuff and 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 but that also helps me figure out like define for myself uh that voice because mm-hmm. you re- wrote hello I, wait a minute <laughs> you wrote him in a way that um gives him so much color like his personality his life experience he's going through so many things and so the voice has to match that so Jordy has shown up in other books because (laughs) because he was um he was uh kind of created like that that um young guy Mm -hmm. uh on the on the verge of like manhood like he was developed in that book so I don't know like I love the stories for lots of different reasons because of like the impact that they have on me as a narrator you know what I mean and like my my growth and journey as a narrator so but they good stories y'all they (laughs) (laughs) well they definitely hit different once you get your voice on it like I I feel good about it but then I hear from you and I'm like oh wow yeah as a team we did that yeah as a team we are a team yes I was actually, I think, I, I think it was Chance who had just posted something, and I was like, "Like y'all did that," and he's like, "But you did that first. and I'm like, "Okay, like we do, we go back and forth it, like, <laughs> yeah, because it was definitely a team effort. Because y'all, yeah, y'all come in, and the way y'all just bring stuff to life is just, it's honestly amazing. So we are just so grateful. Yeah, we are really grateful. But what's right next back. for you, Miss Wesley? Girl, um, what is next? Next. It's a great question. Uh, <laughs> what is next for Wesley? Well, we all know about my Dom sub situation that's coming out. <laughs> books. Um, and then, um, and then uh, Muted Hopelessness series, Love Belvin series. Um, what else? I know I got some Stephanie Nicole Norris on the um, on the docket. I got some CCJ on the docket. I got hey. Warren <laughs> on the docket. All of that is coming up. I would say in the next couple of months. Um, some recording, some stuff is coming out. Um, what else? That, oh no, nope, that already came out. <laughs> um, I'm trying to like envision my calendar, but. Yeah, just a lot of fun stuff. A lot of stuff I'm excited to do. That's All the hitters. Yeah, your your calendar looks like <laughs> booked. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> and we're all trying to find the little them little holes that people told you to leave. We all trying to squeeze our way I in know. them. <laughs> in them. <laughs> I know. Okay, so at this point, we want to take a moment to give you the floor. Anything that you want to say to the listeners, anything that you want to promote, just whatever you need to get off your chest. Floor is yours. Uh, I will take the floor. Thank you. I I would just say I'm having a time of my life. It's so much fun being in this space. Um, I'm learning a lot just about the industry and myself and um how to be a contributor in this space um and and I'm learning so much about other ways that I can express myself as an artist and I am very very grateful and I just look forward to um being a bridge for other people who are interested in getting into narrating and um just helping them fill some of those the the gaps you know of um just needing more voices um yeah um so that you know <laughs> we don't get no more of them comments about hey if you can't get so and so don't do it you know like they <laughs> we want everybody to be Ooh. excited about um the fact that we have enough narrators to meet the demand of the authors mm-hmm. to to who are trying to meet the demand of the listener like the intention yep. is just to provide quality to um 
uh, I guess like the intention is we're always coming from that space, right? To provide quality to to the listener because they are the customer, they are the client. Um, so knowing yeah. that we are always working to come from that space. Um, yeah. So, But yeah, I'm just having fun. It's a good time. Good. Well, thank you for coming through to have fun with us yeah. for, <laughs> for a little bit of time. Um, tell the people where they can find you on like across social media, website, anything like that. Okay. So I'm Wesley Siobhan everywhere. Uh, I believe it's Wesley underscore Siobhan. Um, and I do have a little so. bit of a website. And um, yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And having a blast. Thank you so, so much for coming through and taking this time to talk to us. Um, we're going to try not to let it be this long again. Oh, <laughs> Maybe. Don't right. make any promises, Maybe. girl, because I can come up with like 10 more questions. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. This is fun. Um, we're glad you had a good time. And again, thank you so much for coming through. And we'll holler next time. All right. Bye, girl. girl.